From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata, and today I have Christopher Norton, who's the Director of Marketing here at Potomac Fund Management. And today we want to talk about, a, I think, a cool topic on how if financial advisors can launch a product with a limited budget. Most people think of products, they think of an iPhone or you know a new laptop. But in reality, you know we all have products, whether it's a new service, um, a newsletter you want to promote, uh, an event, a webinar, whatever it may be, you got to get out of the mindset of a product has to be a, a physical uh, thing that you hold um, and and could be anything that financial advisors offer. And there's a huge uh, science behind launching a product. You know, big brands like Coca-Cola, they put tons of money into a well-thought-out plan uh, that involves video, emails, ads, and, and and they go through from start to finish before launch to, to get the product out there and, and build it up. And so recently we had a product launch, which Christopher manned, and so we thought it was a good idea to, to get him on the podcast and, and talk about uh, how financial advisors can do this. And so h- how we want to start is really, uh, Christopher drafted out four main points uh, that uh, we think advisors should start with when, when trying to build a product launch. And we're going to go through those four points. Uh, the first one is being building buzz. Uh, followed by creating assets, campaign planning, and then eventually the launch. And so, Christopher, why don't you take us through some of these points and and uh, teach us teach us how to launch a product with next to no money? Yeah. So I, that that first point there, building buzz, I think is is something that often gets overlooked in in our industry. Let's say um, where where people are so focused on the day they're going to roll something out that they lose the opportunity to lead up to that. And taking a a step back and building out a full plan that includes what leads up to your actual launch day, I think is imperative to successfully launch any product. The first note that I have for anybody doing this is the same note that I have for anybody doing anything related to marketing, and that's to be authentic, be yourself. Don't don't try and be some something else or some other brand or some other style or something just because you have a, a product that you're launching. Because if you do, that's going to come across not only inauthentic, but there'll be a complete disconnect between who you are and your audience. So start there. Find one or two items about whatever it is that you're launching. Um, However, it's going to better or transform your client and potential client lives. And then put together some assets focusing on that. You're not giving the whole thing away. You're You're not detailing everything about the launch. But just start to tease certain aspects of what this is going to do to get people talking about it. And there is an opportunity here that, to use a word that our industry doesn't use enough, I feel like, and that's to have some fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy enjoy what it is that you're doing here and and take a moment to 
do something a little bit unexpected. You have to do it within the authenticity piece that I started with here. But it's okay to have some fun and it's okay to take these opportunities where you're launching something and do something a little bit unexpected, make people laugh because that will get their attention. And when you're trying to build buzz, that's exactly what you're trying to do is just get people's attention. So it's a great opportunity. Let's uh, let's unpack that. Let's unpack that with what we did. Uh, So your first point that uh, I think is important is to pull out uh, benefits of the product uh, and then in a fun way tease the benefit and and that right. that's important you're not you know you're not just coming out and selling it and saying you know this product is around the corner and it's going to do this this and this pick a benefit and so what we did uh, when we recently launched our UMA platform is one of the big benefits is customer service and so we thought let's have fun with it we all get pissed off when you call certain places and have you know, the the 29-step automated dial function to get to the person you want. So we made a bunch of videos with our staff members on hold, uh, getting hung up on, uh, getting transferred 20 times. Uh, and and then we teased, coming soon, you know, a better way to do business. Right. And, and, and that hits on all your points, really, is, you know, find a benefit, have fun, uh, tease something out, and, and start building that buzz. Um and, and so with that being said, you, you, you know, the, the second part of that plan is you obviously build the buzz, but then you got you to gotta get ready for, for when you're going to release this thing and you have to have certain assets in place. So one of the, you know, when you built this plan out, uh, step one was to, was to come up with an idea to build the buzz, but step 1A was, was start creating assets. Let's talk about what you mean by that. What, what do you mean by creating assets? Right. So when you're launching any kind of product, you want to <clears throat> you want your roadmap to include you know, the the week or weeks up to launch and then at least 2 weeks after because the last thing you want to do is launch a product and then realize, gosh, I wish I had all these things available as I'm as I'm showing it to clients and prospects uh, about how this is going to work and what it's going to do. So you need to create a list of here's the things I know I'm going to need and and within that here's how I can use those things in different ways to continue to build upon the buzz that I've created. So the very first thing that you need on your list is a way to capture people's information. Get their email address, their name, maybe their phone number, a way that you can capture their information so you can continue to market to them. And that that asset you need when you're building buzz because the last thing you want to do is get people all excited about something but not have a way for them to act on that you know a a great example would be the ford bronco that was just launched the car's not going to be available for a year um so you know you make a big splash and people get excited but by the time the car finally comes out people have forgotten about it and moved on instead what they did was they took a page out of the Tesla book and said, hey, for a hundred bucks, pick a model. You can reserve it. You decide you don't want it later on. That's fine. You can you can have your hundred bucks back, but, but go ahead and reserve it, which I did because it's awesome. And, yeah. you know, in a year, well, we'll see where I'm at, but I wasn't going to turn down my opportunity to get in line. Uh, so that's, that's step one, capture people's information. Then think about the tools that you're going to need. I'm going to need a deck. Um, I'm going to need some kind of a new web page that's going to that's going to detail all of this out and 
And really, that's a good start right there because you can take, if, if you start with something like a, like a PowerPoint deck, that's awesome because now you've got 5, 10, 20 slides of information about your product, about your experience, whatever it is that you are whatever it is that you're launching, and you can take that apart to create all kinds of different assets to actually market with. And so let me let me stop you there because that's a real life example of what we did. Uh, we, we started this with a deck uh, way back when, even prior to actually building Buzz in this case, we sat down and we made a deck. And then after this was all laid out, we then took that deck and turned that into a web page. Right, so the basis, the information, yep. and some of the imagery that Precisely. you came up with was then translated into the web page, and then guess what? Those images were then used for a webinar presentation. Those images were then used for social, uh, and the list goes on and on and on. And and that's one of the things that that I feel strongly about. You know, advisors get. Uh, too nervous about the work involved, but the the key is repurposing over and over again. If you create one solid piece, uh, you're able to then repurpose that in, in many different um, functions. So um, a deck is and a that's perfect. How you guided us? We yeah. we started the deck, you know, eight, I don't know, seven months ago. <laughs> yeah, precisely. It's such a fantastic place to start because when you build a deck, you are you're thinking both visually and verbally. So you're not just writing some lengthy piece and you're not just putting some pictures together. You're really thinking about, this is how I'm going to show people what this is and what it will do for them. And before, but by the time you're done building a deck, you've you've built for yourself a basis of everything that you're going to need to do a successful product launch campaign. And it, it doesn't have to be this big, scary, overwhelming thing. Take the deck that you did, and as you just said, take it apart to build other assets with. Anytime you can you can repurpose content in different ways, you are winning on the marketing front because your most valuable asset here is your time. And as you know, when you're launching a product, <laughs> your time can be thin. So that's a great place to start um, to, to lead into actually building a marketing plan for launching the product. So now that we have building buzz and creating assets, the next important point is to uh, the, the campaign planning. You got to put these things together uh, prior to launch day. And so with campaign planning, why don't you dive into some of the important steps to make sure the framework is in place um, prior to the actual launch day. Yeah, absolutely. So when, you, when you've, you've created all of these assets, um, you've built a deck, you've turned that into a webinar, you've broken it apart, created different pieces that you can put out on social media, you've got all this stuff, that's great. You need to build out a plan because once the launch happens, you're going to be real busy. You're going to be talking to clients, hopefully prospects, maybe even the media, um, there's there's going to be all kinds of things going on after launch, and the last thing you want to be thinking about is I've got to get this email out, or I've got to do this other thing. You want it all set up set up in advance. So what we did was we took all of our assets and we we put them into a into an email campaign workflow, where we said, okay, for everybody that that comes in that hears about the launch that wants to learn more, on this day they're going to get the deck. Um, a few days are going to go by. They're going to get an invite to the to the webinar. Um, the follow up after that, they're going to get a white labeled version of the deck so they can share it with clients. 
then they'll get a piece that focuses on the technology. So for our, U, for our UMA platform, this was a great way to kind of layer the content to give people a little bit more information um, as, as they stay plugged into what we're doing and, and continue to nurture that, that relationship after they've learned. So, or after they've connected, excuse me. So as you're thinking about launch day, <laughs> you want to think about the two weeks after that. Here's how I'm going to continue to share information with these people. And you want it to all be able to, to happen uh, in an automated environment so that you're not constantly trying to run to the next piece or remember, gosh, did I send this person that or, or this thing that? And I hope I put a note in my CRM. Um, you, 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 want, you want the system to handle that for you. There's a lot of different automation systems out there that exist. Um, if you want something that's very simple and straightforward, I think a fantastic tool for advisors is MailChimp. Um, we currently use HubSpot to do this. Um, I hope we don't use them much longer, and I wouldn't recommend that anybody does. Um, I looked at, I have looked at, I think, 15 different automation systems in the last month. Um, here, let me pull up my list. Active Campaign, Campaign Monitor, Drip, Orchestrate, Blaze, and the newest one, Hatchbuck, which has rebranded to Benchmark 1 for some absurd reason. Um, all of these we'll put in the well, show notes, but they're valuable tools to look at. I don't think in, in campaign planning the the technology is going to be the biggest hurdle. There's a ton out there, and, and Mailchimp, to Christopher's point, I think is is uh, the, the most intuitive for someone trying to set this up. I think the biggest problem with campaign planning will be uh, not keeping it simple. What I mean by that is your first email is ten paragraphs long uh, with an attachment. Uh, and and ten links and so you know the the beauty of automation and, and and laying this out is that you give them snippets right you give them the technology aspect of it you know and depending on what your product is you 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 slice and dice it so each week or three days or however you want to do it they get a different portion of the product um, from my experience at least sometimes uh, folks want to put it all into one email and then you have nothing left really to follow up with the so, biggest mistake um, that i see advisors make is they feel like everything has to say everything about everything well i don't want to send this piece that only has one piece of information on it because what if the person is looking for this other thing and it doesn't say that they're going to think that it can't do it no people Everyone acknowledges how smart their clients are until it comes to marketing, and then they just assume everybody's an idiot. It's okay yeah, I mean, look, to I mean, layer Nike, the content. Nike, just do it. Exactly. You know, it's okay to layer the like content you don't, you don't and say, this piece is going to focus on this. This piece is going to focus on that. And that keeps people engaged over time. And sure, everybody may have one thing that they're most excited about with whatever it is that you're launching. But if you, if you keep them engaged, don't overcomplicate it, and just build it out into a simple workflow, you're really going to set yourself up for success. Okay. So build buzz, create the assets, uh, plan uh, the campaign out. Uh, and so we, we got all those things going. We got everything, uh, the wheels are turning, and then it's launch day. You know, what are the important steps in and around launch day uh, to make this a success? So one of the things that I believe can be most valuable for advisors is to do a press release. 
I think not enough people give that merit. The SEO benefits alone make doing a press release worthwhile. There is a little bit of cost associated if you're going to do a one-time press release. Most most press release firms, um, you know, will offer you like an annual contract, but you're going to be doing press releases all the time, so it's not worth it. So you're going to spend six or seven hundred dollars to put out a press release one time, and that, and that is a little bit of a spend, but I, I genuinely believe it's worth it. Um, we did that for the Union UMA, and that release went to every financial media outlet across the United States is where we targeted it. And we immediately saw benefit. And not only was there opportunities for for articles to be written about it, which, which we have seen ourselves mentioned in, in a couple of places, but going back to the SEO benefits, we had somebody who didn't see us anywhere else. They, they weren't following us on social. They weren't on our distribution list. They saw the press release, came to our website, and signed up. So that is a a valuable place to start. Uh, The next thing that I would tell people uh, runs counterintuitive to the coaching you're going to get from a PR professional, which is don't be afraid to talk to journalists. They're on social media for a reason. Yes, they're sharing their work, but they're also there to listen. They want to know what's going on in the industry. They want to know what's new. So do not be afraid to connect with them. Just remember to do it in context. If if they're writing about, you know, what's going on with TAMPS, don't send them a note that's like, um, you know, I made a new ETF. Great. Good for you. That's not what I was talking about over here. <laughs> yeah. um, so do it within context, but don't be afraid to talk to them. They, they want to engage with people. They want to know what's what's going on and you have a fantastic example of of how that led to a media opportunity for us yeah and and truth be told it was it was a joke uh i I didn't necessarily try to reach out because of this uh michael thrasher from ra intel posted a story about uh the assets in the tamp space and the top 10 you know being like you know 10 to 50 billion right. i was just on twitter making a joke like <laughs> hey we we missed the top 10 list by a couple billion um but uh <laughs> and and then he kind of responded i'm like yeah we have something he he dm me i emailed you and and we got connected and and he spent time with us and you know this wasn't me selling anything or like you said it was in context and just it was just natural engagement i did not I did not come into this thinking, hey, I'm going to get an article out of this. It's just like you said, be authentic and engage. Um, and we ended up getting a, an exclusive article um, that's on our website right now and got distributed. And, and we also uh, got a lot of good feedback from that as right. well. So that's definitely a, a real life example of how it works. Um, all right. Well, and what uh, is there anything that you did wrong? That you, if you could take back, yeah, um, and that and that leads into my next point, which is to make sure you have, you you've made all these assets in advance. Make sure they're ready to go for launch. Um, and you're probably going to add something to your website, um, and 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 have that there. I wish I had maybe put that out a little bit sooner. Um, I be, being me was like I'm I'm going to be clever and I'm going to turn the web page on like at the stroke of midnight and and it'll be there for launch day, but both some of the reporters that we spoke to and even the company we were doing the press release for was like, are you sure this is right? Like your link doesn't work. It doesn't take me anywhere. I'm nervous. So that that was a miss. I, I should have turned the webpage on and just kept it hidden 
from search engines and the site navigation so that people could see that it was there. That that that's a valuable note that I would recommend that people do. It's if if you if you make your site in WordPress, there's a, a free plugin that you can install. Just go to the plugin page and search hide page. Um, and it will keep it hidden from everywhere for you as long as the box is checked on the page. Um, that that's a valuable that's a valuable way to go through your your launch process because it makes people nervous if they can't find what you're going to have available. Understood. And just to wrap up here on this side, um, you know, we're not a marketing company, and I think that's important to mention because after giving you the top four points, point number five is not sign up for our eight hundred dollar a month <laughs> right. plan. Uh, so exactly. we can help you market. This is just, you know, we don't have a marketing department. It's Christopher and the rest of us help. And so when we say how to launch a product with a limited budget, we, we literally mean that. And so take some of these points with um, with a grain of salt because we, you know, we do have a dedicated person. And I know some advisors don't, but it can still be done. You just have to start early and, yep. and map it out. And like I said, we started, I think, nine months ahead of the potential release date. We started drafting the deck. Um, and, and that's what it takes, just careful planning and, and uh, hitting these points. Uh, more than happy to, to answer any questions that advisors have. You know how to reach us. And uh, in the meantime, Christopher, what, uh, what's going on in your life these days? You got any recommendations? For I do. Um, I do, and I'll, I'll give props to Jen on our team for this being my recommendation because uh, she was making fun of me for it. But my son and I have become absolutely obsessed with these uh, wooden toy cars. Uh, they're made in Brooklyn by a company called Candy Lab. And they are, they're just these very cool, exceptionally well-made wooden cars. This one happens to be uh, modeled after an old Bronco. Um, and they make a, a bunch of different styles and sizes. And they're just... They're such a, a fun throwback to when you had like real things to play with, um, and Jen was Jen was giving me uh, grief for it because she was like, "So to be clear, you're a forty year old man, and these are your toy cars." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I play with my kid." <laughs> I mean, she has a point, but they're super cool. Um, it's got an Airstream trailer with it. This one does, um, and you know, we get down on the floor and play with them, and they they sit on the shelf and look nice. So. If you're in the market for some toy cars, these are these are the ones. How about you? Cool. Well, this is going to be definitely a TMI recommendation. So, um, uh, but what's new here? So, look, we've all been in that position where you go out with your friends or your family and you eat something, and then you're like, "What the fuck just <laughs> happened?" And you're running to the bathroom. And that's happened to us. And we always look back and we're like, was it the salsa? Was it the beef? Was it the chicken? Was it, was the food rotten? You You just don't know. And so Everlywell is a company that that's out there that does these, um, home testing for, you know, how your body reacts to certain foods. It's called their antibody reactivity or, or some, something like that. And so I just, I mean, this is kind of like your quarantine at home thing to do. (laughs) Like, you know, uh, and so I got suckered into an Instagram ad. And so it's five blood pricks um, uh, and on a little card. You mail it in, and then they give you your food. And, and so I did mine, and it was surprisingly egg whites, which, which I eat quite often, 
uh, was the, the number one irritant for me, followed by this was sent me into a depression was crab. Um, and, uh, and so it was just interesting because you never really know because when you eat a meal, there might be like 10 ingredients and it's hard to really back it out. And so I thought it was interesting. My wife and I both got it, um, and uh, it, it it opened our eyes to things. I I don't know. You can also Google Everly Well, and there might be a scam uh, next to it as well. But uh, that's what I got. I thought it was a. Uh, if you have the money, it's definitely an elitist recommendation. Um, it's uh, cool. check it out. That's all I got. Uh, thanks everyone for thanks. listening or watching. If you want to connect with us, uh, connect us page or uh, info at PotomacFun.com and we'll check yep. you guys later. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. 